0: And welcome to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. In studio today, we have Paul Weissman, President, Jeremy Weissman, Nicole, the Queen of Diamonds, and Darren Long. A full hour of the best in gold and silver bullion and natural fancy colored diamonds. The numbers you need to know, 1-877-214-1711 and guildhallwealth.com. Hello, all. How are you, Darren?
1: Good, John. How are you doing?
0: We're going to start off with our, uh, our update. We, we are. Good. Listen,
1: week over week, we had a bit of a retracement. If you're a reader of the Precious Metals Advisor, the newsletter that our firm sends out uh, to subscribers and clients alike, you will note that in the first paragraph of this week's update, I did indicate that we would expect a small pullback in the market. This is to be seen as something of a buying opportunity. The market is very healthy. We're going to go into reasons why we believe this is a good retracement. But week over week, the price of silver dipped from about 24 last uh, taping to this taping at about 22 even, and gold from 1390 down to 1315. Now, a lot of that you have to understand is on the importance of understanding where uh, the politics of economics are right now. We are not seeing the same type of threat. Uh, at the end of the week, as we did at the beginning of the week, where Syria is concerned, and of course that has a bit of pressure on the risk-off investments like gold and silver, among others. In addition to that, we do not know which direction that the Feds are going to go. There is lots of banter that they may reduce or taper off, as the headlines say, their quantitative easing program. It's at eighty-five billion dollars a month right now, but I'll tell you, they are not going to be able to taper off that much, and that's also built into a bit of a pullback in pricing but again this is very healthy now what we're seeing and it's important to remember is that we believe the june lows in silver and gold are intact silver hit eighteen dollars an ounce gold dropped down in the 1150 range and it is very intact We do believe that the prices will go and surge far higher from here. And by Christmas, you'll be looking at this as a very smart decision to buy some silver or gold. In addition to that, uh, we have already seen the bottom in this market. Technically, we're very sound and we're very poised to resume the long-term bull market that we've been in. And I would probably further opine that it's uh, likely we're going to see silver in particular hit an all-time new high price before we get another enormous price correction like we had over the last 24 months. Now, if you look at silver in particular, it's interesting because this week we got news in the U.S. that retail sales were lower than expected. And again, nothing stellar. There was nothing uh, extraordinary. No one particular segment of that report was interesting to me. They said that automobile sales were up slightly. But again, a lot of sales coming this time of year for end of year, getting ready for new inventory. So that makes total sense. Uh, They said that sales of building materials and garden equipment uh, suppliers fell off a lot. Very strange to hear that in summer months. You typically don't hear that. That is definitely a bearish sign for me on economic impact going forward in the U.S. in particular. Back to school sales, very weak in the U.S. and in Canada. Not great. It's not what we were expecting to see. Could be a lot of people saving bucks, trying to reuse, uh, recycle what they already have. But again, not a great economic indicator. In addition to that, if we look overseas, the Eurozone, the industrial production numbers uh, returned to contraction in July they're a little bit outdated those numbers they tumbled about one and a half percent month over month from 0.6 percent gain in June Uh, And again, they missed the consensus big time. So again, we're seeing weakness over there. Italian production also slipped. And it's worse than expected figures like this that are going to uh, give rise to the doubt of the sustainability of this economic rebirth, so to speak. I don't believe that we're seeing it in the U.S. I know that Jeremy, Paul, and Nicole, we sit here every week and tell people clearly we don't believe that we're seeing the type of gains that uh, are being touted in the headlines. So we're going to stick to the plan. And the plan is... That if you're going to protect your portfolio moving forward, you have to own physical hard assets, gold, silver, fancy colored diamond, a guild hall colored
2: diamond. Yeah, if you were if you were um, trading on on mainstream news this week on gold, you would have been selling based on the tension with Syria easing and the potential for tapering easing as well so if you were if you were paying attention to routers or, or those type of news outlets that's the type of news you'd be trading on you'd be a seller here for gold of course what they're not showing is that even if the the fed tapered 15 billion a month they would still be they'd still be uh, creating money in in the realm of 70 billion a month and ultimately it's all baked in the cake where they're adding a trillion dollars a year to the deficit who knows you know they're gonna hit their their uh their debt ceiling, um, the fundamentals are all still very much in play. I don't care if you taper the tiniest bit. You're going to need to to print a lot more down the road if you don't hit those unemployment numbers. And you could try to mask the unemployment as much as you can, try to mask the industrial... Uh, as much as you can. But the fact is, is it's, you know, it's struggling. It's very much struggling. I would I would have I'd have a tough time calling it a real recovery. So if you look at the underlying fundamentals, you see that it's very strong here. And then we want to then look just a slightly just slightly back in the past here for that big move up that we saw in gold and silver coming into September.
1: Remember although we have well in particular myself I have a very strong bias towards silver I'm a very firm believer in silver and people know that from listening but if you look at bottom to top in this particular last move we came out of our June lows at, in silver at around $18 an ounce and moved all the way up to 24.70 which is about give or take a 37% move now that's a very big jump in a very short a period of time which was about 40 to 45 days, uh, give or take. And ultimately, if you look at this retracement we've had right here, we still remain about 22 to 23% higher. So we are still seeing silver move ahead. It's still in a bullish uptrend movement. Same with gold. Uh, but technically we are very sound. We should be looking at this as an opportunity to buy. You want to buy physical product, not paper, and you want to add this to your uh, to your portfolio as soon as possible. Now let's take a look for a second at the inflation-adjusted price of silver. If we look at the all-time inflation-adjusted price of silver, it's actually 150 and we use that according to the CPI scale in the U.S., and again, ultimately, that drives where we're heading in the near future. In order to meet or exceed that all-time high, it would mean that silver would have to venture towards 150 an ounce, which is something we all believe in long term. The phone number one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven 877 and
0: guildhallwealth.com. You've talked uh, twice so far since we started about purchasing and getting in on physical bullion. How's that work, Paul?
3: I'm on a vow of silence here. They told me to shut up for the first segment. (laughs) But it's very hard not to talk about what's happening in the States, what's happening in Syria, what's happening just around the world. Um, Gold and silver, as I said last week, as soon as there is a G20 or a G7, G8 meeting, gold and silver always seem to come off. You know, they they have these meetings. They discuss what they're going to do. Never anything comes out of it. Um, we're looking at the jobless claims this week uh, in the States. They had the record jobless claims, according to the Department of Labor in the States, of around about 292,000 jobless claims. But they've got a problem. Uh, they're just introducing an upgrade on two of their major computers. So <laughs> well, it's completely BS. There's always a reason for something to happen. Um If you talk to the average person in the U.S., they're really having a tough time. What happens in the States, you know, you sneeze in the States, we catch a cold in Canada. It's tough out there. A lot of companies are laying off. Big companies are laying off people. They're not creating jobs. I watched an interesting uh, program actually on 60 Minutes last Sunday about robots and how they're hiring robots which work out to about $3.20 an hour to replace humans that are working jobs. And this is what's happening through Canada, through the States, even in Asia. I mean, Asia is going to be not able to compete with robots that you can put in the States or in Canada. So let's look at where, where we are in the market right now. The safest place to be is hard assets. Countries that are printing whether it be the US, whether it be Europe, whether it's Canada, whether it's Great Britain, they are creating fiat currency. Fiat currency is printing paper. Printing paper means confiscating your wealth. We looked at Cyprus a couple of months ago um, where they confiscated people that had over 100,000 euros in the bank. You lost 20% of your wealth. I watched a program on, on CBS CBC CBC last night about gold on Thursday night. And back, uh, you know, almost, I don't know, 100 years ago, um, the U.S. confiscated people's gold. And they gave them cash at $35 an ounce. You're trying to do that in India now? Well,
2: we've got. Not confiscate, but try to get people to. To, to hand in their gold. Willingly hand in their willingly gold. Willingly sure. up their gold. For We're cash. getting
3: an amazing amount of calls from the U.S. for people that want to take their cash, put it into gold, put it into silver, and put it into our depository in Canada. They are getting extremely nervous in the States. And I should think most people that have money in the bank today are getting a little nervous too. At Guildhall, we are in the precious metals business, we trade in physical product. You buy, you can buy gold, silver, platinum, palladium. you can take a media delivery if you want to take it home. We have a depository where you can take, purchase the gold, silver, for example, for ease of liquidity, you can sell it on a phone call. It's safe, it's secure, it's insured, which is one of the best ways to own gold and silver. It's a very small storage fee. Give us a call and we'll go through how to open an account. Or we can even offer collateralized finance For people that want to take a little bit of a risk, you can put up as little as 30% and finance 70% of your position. We don't sell equities. We don't sell ETFs. We don't sell certificates. We don't sell any type of paper. We don't sell futures or options on futures. We sell the product. When you drop a 100-ounce bar of silver on the floor, it makes a clang. That's what you want to buy. You want to be in physical. 1-877-214-1711
0: One eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven and GuildhallWealth dot com to start investing now. Those are also the number and the email or pardon me the website. You want to get in on the seminar? By the way, happening on the nineteenth So next week from seven to nine Sheridan Parkway at Highway seven and Leslie. Register online or by calling that number and uh, get your tickets and get in there
1: soon because they're going to going to fill up that room for sure, guys. That's absolutely it. With that seminar is going to be a discussion on how to own and invest in physical gold, silver, platinum, palladium, as well as buying and investing in natural fancy color diamonds. It will feature everybody here on this panel. It's an opportunity to be educated, but it's also an opportunity to come out and ask those buying questions. Get people excited about what opportunities lie ahead for precious metals and color diamonds. So this is what we're we're going to hold for everybody. And again, we welcome anybody who wants to have uh, a call.
3: And the great thing is you get to meet our team. You get to meet people. You get to meet real people, living bodies, not when you phone in, you know, let's put you to line one, line two, line three. You always get through to somebody at Guildhall. It's very easy to open an account, as I said. If you want to take home delivery, if you want to buy gold and silver, you want to, you know put it in, bury it in the garden, put it in the basement, put it under the mattress, put it in your safety deposit box. It's a, you know, it's not a bad way to buy product. People are happy that way. But I got to tell you the downside. There is a downside to buying physical product and taking it home. When you want to go sell that product, you have to stop your everyday chore. You know, if you're a Doctor or a dentist, are you going to stop in the middle of an operation or servicing a client to say, Oh, I've got to go sell my gold and silver and go somewhere and then try to sell it? And they're going to maybe even say to you, We have to assay this product. We can't take it in unless we know it's 100%. When you buy from us and you purchase from us and you put it in the depository, Yes, it's going to cost you a little bit of money. It's going to cost you a very small service charge to store and insure that product, but it's going to be safe, secure, insured, and you can sell it on a phone call. You don't have to stop in the middle of an operation and say to your nurse, can you take over because I have to run to the bank and take it out of my safe deposit box or go to my house and take it out of the basement. Remember, 1,000 ounces of silver weighs about 70 pounds. Do you want to lug 5,000 ounces of silver, 350 pounds around? The answer is no. So there are some great reasons why you should put your product in a depository that's safe, secure. We offer this through Guildhall Wealth, and it is a great way to get into this market. You can get in for a couple of hundred ounces of silver. It's $5,000. It's a great, great way to go.
0: We'll take our first break, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk about uh, global demand, as Paul uh, made reference to, and Jeremy did as well. Plus, we'll talk about bottoming out, and we'll give you a, a real, a real time example, a real life example about, uh, say, a thousand ounces of silver, what it would cost, and how to do it. The numbers one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven, and 1711 dot com. This is the Real Money Show. The Real Money Show returns. The numbers you need to know one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven and guildhallwealth.com to start investing right away. By the way, seminar coming up next week. You want to be for the, uh, there for that. September nineteenth, the time seven to nine PM. It'll be the Sheridan Parkway at Highway 7 and Leslie. You can register online at that aforementioned website or call for your tickets. Get them soon, guys, because it's going to uh, fill up and they'll meet all you fine gentlemen, Nicole, and uh, get all the information they need to know.
3: I have to say something, John. You Mm -hmm. have to register because seating is limited. Right, absolutely. it's really important. Uh, Not only that, we, you know... We'll tend to feed you and give you a cup of tea or coffee. So we need to what, know what to order. So it's important that you register. As I said, seating is limited.
0: Question for you, Darren, we alluded to before the break. Uh,
1: global demand and why the bottom is in. Why is that? Well, basically, if you take a look at precious metals right now in the entire arena overall, a lot of people... Uh, Again, perfect example this morning, I come into the office, we have a slight downside in silver and gold, and everybody uses the description words of huge, enormous, what a crazy downside or the the market's falling. Uh, You don't see those terms when you lose 10% a day in a stock or 10% a day in in the the stock markets. But here it is, and you can find it quite frequently in silver and gold when you get the slightest pullback. So we want to examine a little further and get a little educated about why that might not be the case. And technically, we're still sound and in an uptrend uh, bull market for both gold and silver. Now, let's take a look. We talked about in the first segment, technically, uh, the market is very sound. We're seeing moving averages all correspond, and there is much technical evidence out there to suggest higher prices, as one might be able to make the case for slightly lower prices from here. Secondly, if you look at the sheer size of global demand for physical silver, it's about one billion or sorry, one billion ounces a year get pulled out of the ground annually from mine production and recycling of that roughly about 900 million ounces are consumed in industrial use alone this comes from the silver uh this is from the silver institute their their uh site gives us these statistics now we know that that leaves approximately of the 9 uh, of the 1 billion ounces about 100 million ounces for investment demand. Now, if you look at this year so far and you look at just the US and the Canadian mint, the US mint is on target to hit around 42 million ounces worth of sales in silver. Now, that's huge. If you add the Canadian mint to that, they're on target to hit somewhere around 24 million. Now, together, that's more than half of those ounces that are being made available. Again, we're not taking into consideration countries
2: like China and India. And, and also, just to, to understand from, from within the industry, you're already seeing, we've, we've long been seeing delays to receive that bullion that was coming through the, through the wholesalers of, of the mints. But, you know, we want to also look at that, that growing demand on silver in industrial uses. Um, hey, John, you ever hear of re-rams? No, never in my life. You have no idea what it is? I have no idea. Well, basically what it is, is it's a new component that's going to be built with silver to replace flash drives. So technology, obviously, or electronics is a trillion dollar industry, and this is just one example of how new patents using technology, silver is the number one component in a lot of new technologies. So silver... When it looks at solar, you look at batteries, you look at uh, um, water purification, which going forward is is going to be a major concern. Medical usages, we don't really want to get into medical, uh, sorry, uh, military aspects, but um, you know it's in transition lenses, it's in clothing, so it's it's so vital. Washers, dryers, it's so vital to our everyday world that. These are the the sorts of underlying fundamentals that you're not going to learn watching the price move up and down. So you have right. to you have to dig a little deeper than the the router's headlines to find out where this the where these where the bullion prices are, are heading. And it's down the same the thing
1: that you know we used to say: don't judge a book by its cover. Well, don't judge a story uh, of silver by some headline you read, because most often it's not the case. If you look at China, India alone, which are two sources of buyers, which did not exist in the '70s when both gold and silver went to astronomically high prices in a very short period of time that's about, you know, let's say between 1 to 3 billion potential investors. Now, if you look at just the first half of 2013, India imported about 3,000 tons of silver, which translates into around 103 million ounces. And it's safe to say based on the trend in India that they're going to end up importing around 200 million ounces this year. If you add China to that, that's another, the latest figures anyways, that's another 82 and a half million ounces of silver. And if you add that all together, where is that coming from? It has to come from existing supply, which is non-existent. There is no stockpile of silver in the world, yet these headlines are telling us a true story. So behind that talk of analysts telling you the price is going to go down, you have to think very logically, is this the turn of a market where all of a sudden the economy is going to spark up and get better? Are we going to see improved economic? Are we going to see job creation? Are we going to see less unemployment? Are we going to see better housing? Are we going to see a stronger U.S. dollar long term? And the answer to that is no. We all know that. It's not hard. It's, it's not something you have to investigate too far. The answer then to whether or not I should be looking at an opportunity in gold and silver is very simple. The answer is yes. It's on sale. And when you get buying dips, you want to rush in and you want to get it
0: one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. You talk about a million ounces might be a little high for the math. Let's look at say a thousand ounces. How do I get it? How does it work?
2: Well certainly if you're wanting you can purchase it, take home delivery. A thousand ounces right now um, would cost you a little over twenty four thousand dollars Canadian, and of course you can also store that in the depository where you'll receive monthly statements. Know exactly what you're holding. It's safe and secure. You're getting the actual bricks. You can go visit it if you'd like. We can set up appointments to go kiss your medal. Um, but uh, but and then you're also getting you're getting the assistance of Guildhall to you know give us a call. Hey, I just read a bad article. What do you think? Are these guys on point? And that's the type of relationships we have with our with our clients on a day to day basis. So it's nice to have uh, all of those added features. You can also finance it, of course, as well, where with collateralized financing, you'd put up as as little as uh, 30%, which would cost you about $8,400 all in to buy 1,000 ounces. So in that case, you're looking for silver to move up to less than $30 an ounce to double your money. Of course, if you own it outright, you're looking for it to, to double in price from here. But uh, one is offering a lot more safety, security. One is offering some other advantages like liquidity and taking advantage of the market. So lots of different options, and we'll, we'll walk you through all of them.
1: And that's the beauty of the, of the firm that we have. That's the hand-holding process that we go through with every client. And it's important to note that we do take that time, and again, you have to ask yourself what is right for yourself. You can't come in here and expect to be buying a million dollars with a bullion and have only the minimum to put out. You have to recognize what is a safe risk for you. We generally suggest around 10 to 25% of your net portfolio and the higher you go up to that 25% point, the more bullish you are. But again, that's gonna make up a really solid foundation in your portfolio.
3: The key thing is, If you are not invested right now in gold, silver, or a natural fancy-colored diamond, you need to sign up for our seminar. It's important for the simple fact that we will go through. Darren does an unbelievable presentation on on gold and silver and gives you facts. Not BS, gives you facts. We're not selling vaporware. We sell gold, silver, and natural fancy-colored diamonds, and we back up what we do. Nicole is going to actually this time do the presentation on natural fancy colour diamonds. She is an expert. She is a diamond grading graduate from GIA, which is the you know the leader in certification of diamonds. She is a graduate. She knows everything about diamonds, how they're cut, the clarity, the colour, the carrot weight. And, you know, this is really important, and we pass this information. You are getting our brains at this seminar. You are learning how to invest, why you should invest, and this is the greatest opportunity you're going to get to invest, not only for your family, for your future, whether you're going to retire, whether you're going to put your kids through university. This is something that you need to do. So you need to come out to the seminar. Only 3% of the world's population actually own and invest in gold And silver, Even less in natural fancy-colored diamonds because there's nowhere to learn about it. Nobody's going to teach you about it. You're not going to go to school. You're not going to go to university and somebody's going to give you a course on natural fancy-colored diamonds. It doesn't exist. It only happens for the very savvy people in business and investments. So we're going to take you through this. Nicole, you wanted to just add something? Yeah,
4: because in terms of education, if you go online, it's so much information and you don't know what you're getting is accurate so there's just so much out there now because there's more awareness so you really need to learn from us who will teach it to you we live and breathe this every day and you're going to learn the proper things to look for when you're investing in colored diamonds not just what's out there
3: and it's our expertise that we're going to pass along to you so whether you've got 5,000 to invest 10,000 to invest 100,000 to invest this seminar is for you you need to call you need to go online you need to register we will hold your hand through this whole
0: process. One eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven and guildhallwealth dot com. That seminar that Paul speaks of is happening on the nineteenth from seven till nine PM. The place is Sheridan Parkway. That's up at Highway 7, Leslie and Markham. Register online soon. Do it now or call and register your spot. I can, I can assume that is as, as well-steeped as people get each week on this show, that two solid
3: hours with FaceTime with you guys, you'll be able to answer some questions, ask some questions, and learn more, right? Absolutely. I mean, I, I was reading some reports this morning, even from Gottman, who said he made a wrong call. Dennis Gartman. Dennis Gartman. He has a newsletter. He said, I got it all wrong on gold. He shouldn't buy gold. You should have bought stocks. This guy's never called anything right. <laughs> but he has a newsletter, and it's great. He's a nice guy. You know, being in investments, hard assets like gold and silver, it's not day trading. You don't day trade your house. Why would you day trade gold and silver? Day trading is for people that are dealing in paper. We are not dealing in paper. We're dealing in hard assets. You buy a diamond, you're going to hold on to it for five years, 10 years, 15 years, and you're going to double, triple, quadruple your money. If you buy gold and silver, you know, if you would have bought silver, if you would have took $10,000 10 years ago, put it in a tin can, buried it in the back garden, you'd have 10,000 in cash today with a buying power of 7,000. If you would have bought 2,500 ounces of silver because it was trading at $4, today at $22, you'd have about $55,000. And that's on a low price. You know, last two years ago, May two years ago, that same 2,500 ounces was worth 120,000. Do I think it's going to go higher? Yes, I do. In my opinion, I think you're going to see $60 silver in the very near future.
2: Well, I think ultimately we like to compare what's going on today, what we've seen in the past. We know that uh, every bull market in precious metals that we've seen in the last 120 years has ended with a one-to-one ratio to the Dow, which right now would put gold somewhere north of 13,000. So either the Dow's looking a little pitchy, or it's got some some ways to pull off at this point. And certainly, you can you can. Go do your research, and you can see clearly that the stock markets have been moving up ever since quantitative easing started. So, it's it's very one could very much put an argument that it's it's basically been inflated through mass printing of money or creation of money out of thin air. So, when we look at the the comparing past bull market performance to this bull market performance. And when you think about what money is worth, we want to go back to what Darren was saying about inflation-adjusted prices, and it's very clear that silver has the potential to hit well over north of $100 to $150, and gold could be anywhere north of 3000 5000 Many people even, are calling ten,
3: And we're going to talk about diamonds in the next segment, but Argyle Pinks, Tender Stones, have gone up 200% since 2008. 200%. Since 2008, this is the type of investment you need to make to protect your wealth, protect your capital, and look after your future and your kids' future.
0: You mentioned Nicole; that she is the Queen of Diamonds and GIA certified, which is pretty much you know the Harvard of the uh, diamond education. She's coming up; she'll talk about Argyle diamonds, our favorite part of the show. The number you need to know to start investing and get in on that seminar as soon as you can: one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. And GuildhallWealth dot com. The Real Money Show continues. The Real Money Show with guildhallwealth.com. The number one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. 877 214 1711 guildhallwealth.com. The seminar happening next week, September 19th from 7 to 9 p.m. The place will be the Sheridan Parkway at Highway 7 and Leslie. Register online soon. The tickets are going to uh, sell out, and you won't have access to meet everybody in the room and get uh, lots of knowledge on gold and silver bullion and fancy colored diamonds, which we are right now. The tender. What is it? What's going
2: on, Jeremy? So the Argyle tender, Argyle is uh, Argyle is the mine out of Western Australia, and basically once a year they show off a spoonful of pink diamonds. That's it. That's it. Wow. Spoonful. So that's uh, they. Their production, which is mostly whites, their production is one tenth of one percent are pink diamonds. Now, out of those pink diamonds, they're going to choose the best of the best, which would end up being about a teaspoon of diamonds. Now. That one-tenth of 1% pinks represent 90% of what is coming online as, in terms of pink diamonds. So if you want to talk about rarity, that gives you a good, clear picture of what, what type of rarity we're talking about when it comes to pink diamonds out of the color scheme. Obviously, red would be the most rare. You've got blue, purples, oranges, and then you've got pinks, and then you move into yellows, and then you might move into what we deem as non-investment grade Great. diamonds so when you're when we're looking at the tender though as far as guildhall is concerned some might say any any argyle tender diamond would be great but we're looking for something even more than that so we look to find vs in those argyle tender diamonds and i'm not quite sure how many this year it's usually less than 10 out of 50 or so so we have our eye on a few this year we've got some bids in and uh, we'll, we'll obviously let you know how we do
4: and this tender in particular is really a remarkable tender. There's many firsts in this tender. So, for instance, there's usually about 55 diamonds, and like Jeremy said, it fills a teaspoon. This year, there's a total of 54.99 carats, which is well over a teaspoon. It's also the first tender where they're going to have three red diamonds. This is huge because in the whole history of the mine, which is 25 years, there's only been nine diamonds. Three of them are in this tender. So there's one diamond in no, particular... That were red, yes. There's one, one diamond in particular, which is the Argyle Phoenix, and that's 1.56 carats. It's a round, brilliant red. And now it's an I2. We don't look at I2, which is included. But this one, they're looking. To, the Argyle mine is potentially looking at $2.5 million for this one diamond. Yeah. And a diamond of similar quality to this Argyle Phoenix sold in London recently for $1.6 million. So it just goes to illustrate the point of how Argyle diamonds are so coveted. They're so exceptional, and they're worked on for a year by skilled artisans. And this is the first tender in 20 years where the polishers are just in awe of what they've seen. I mean, there's blues, there's reds, 64 diamonds, and there's only 11 in the whole collection that are of VS quality. And we're actually – our partners out of New York will actually be bidding on our behalf because we want to own one of those VS diamonds. Yeah, this diamonds.
3: year we not, Guy, Last year um, – w- the 2011 we went actually to the tender in Ho- in hong kong in kowloon actually uh, we didn't go last year we had our partners in new york bid for us and we won several stones they're out there this year looking at it we've put we told them what we're looking for last week i spoke about we had the list of diamonds a couple of our clients have requested certain diamonds, and we're tendering on quite a few diamonds, but basically they are the VS quality, and we know we're going to pay a surcharge for this type of diamond. one 877
0: 1711 to start investing. Darren, uh, you mentioned a question of the week. What is it this week?
1: Well, it came to me via one of my potential clients, and we sent out an article earlier in the week in Reuters, was talking about the possibility of the per carat value of the pay- diamonds being sold in the Argyle Tender, and their suggestion was that some analysts are saying it could reach as high as a million per carat, which is right now well and above beyond what the per carat cost is. So my question was more so to Nicole, do you think based on the shortage of high quality pinks that we're getting year over year, is it possible that some of these pinks could push a million per carat?
4: Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, uh, Argyle diamonds in general are usually 20 times the price of a white diamond, but Argyle tender diamonds are 50% higher than white diamonds. And it just goes to show that they're just going for crazy amounts. The bidding is insane. Year after year, the bidding gets higher and higher because there's only a handful of tenders left for one. Number two, it's becoming more expensive to mine because now that Argyle Mine has gone underground and the mine already collapsed once, they've had to fix that, and there's just less diamonds available. It's becoming more expensive. It's pushing the prices up, and investor sentiment is incredibly high for pink diamonds, especially in Asia. So investors, collectors want these diamonds, and typically we see that Argyle Tender Diamonds go up 30% each year. So the as tender as diamond, as high as 50, especially for VS and for very rare colors such as red and high clarity grades, we have a tender diamond on our site, which we're going to feature in a few minutes. But just to wrap up Darren's question, yes, the the answer to that is definitely, <laughs> right. in a long-winded way, definitely upwards of a million.
1: And here's the second part of that question. Based on that answer being yes, is it conceivable that the existing pink diamonds on our site would go higher in price as a result?
4: Definitely. And we actually wanted to talk about that, particularly with the Tender Diamond, because we see diamonds going upwards of 30 to 50 percent. Not only does it push up demand and prices for pinks, but it actually elevates colored diamonds in general, because now the public is more aware of the Tender Diamonds and more aware of pinks, and the other color grades go up consistently as well. Maybe not as much as 30 percent, but you're definitely going to see the prices go up now for yellows, blue greens, et cetera.
2: And we definitely see that every year with the Argyle tenders, they promote it more, more people get involved in promoting it. And uh, every year it seems to become the, a larger and larger spotlight. But it's still a very, very small market. I mean, there's very few people that are allowed to actually go to the tender and bid on these diamonds. Um, you know, you can we could name them ourselves, but, um, you know, most people wouldn't know it's such a small clique that's invited. Right. But... It, the The exposure to it is growing, and that obviously is going to translate into higher and higher prices. So, if you have number one, you got to have access to Argyle diamond mines. Number two, you want to have access to the best ones you can get you can get possible, and uh, that's where where we come in. You want to to know that we we buy what we always consider a Guildhall diamond, which is always going to be the best that we can possibly get.
4: And that's that's exactly right, Jeremy, because. The reason that we we love the tender so much and we identify with the tender so much is because the tender represents the very, very best, the best of the best, the creme de la creme. And that is our whole philosophy at Guildhall. That's what we live and die by. We buy only the best of the best diamonds that's the only type of diamond that we will sell at Guildhall. so in a way all of our diamonds the yellows blue greens all of them can be considered like an argyle tender diamond because they are all so incredibly beautiful the highest saturation of color the highest clarity grades you are getting the very best of the best when you come to Guildhall.
0: start investing in more information as well the number 1-877-214-1711 and guildhallwealth.com to start that darren
3: well, actually, I'm going to just interrupt. Okay. If you come out to our seminar on this Thursday, September the 19th, at the Sheridan Parkway, uh, we will actually have on display that Argyle diamond that we had from last year. It's tender. It's lot number 49. Is that correct, Nicole? Correct. Um, from last year's tender. It's a point eight one intense VS quality Argyle diamond. It's the most magnificent stone there is. This stone right now is that we have on the website, and Nicole's going to talk about it. But this is the type of stone in 10 years' time could easily fetch seven figures. Um, uh-huh. We have it right now on. It's 275,000. After this tender, we know this price is going to go up an additional 30 to 50% on this stone right now because it is such a stone that it will be in demand. It's a beautiful stone. It's an emerald cut. Why don't you give us a little bit of information? Sure.
4: Just to, to recap, it's a 0.81-carat emerald cut, intense argyle pink VS2, 2012 tender stone winner and appraised at 350000 We have it on our website for $275,000. is the most striking gorgeous it's i think a cherry blossom uh, pink rather it's it's just so pigmented it has a bit of red color in it it's absolutely breathtaking i mean this it comes in this beautiful box it's presented so well it comes with this certificate we have a book that shows the actual lot number within the whole um tender range from last year and it's really really extraordinary and We were saying earlier how tender diamonds can go up as much as 30 to 50%. This is no exception. We know, based on previous tenders, that this is going to go up, and we're actually going to have it reappraised in October. And based on the outcome of the tender, the price is most definitely going to go up. So if you are interested in this diamond in particular, I would urge you to give us a call.
0: Darren, uh, you mentioned about uh, investing and buying these diamonds, taking advantage while the prices are so good and they're going
1: to go up so high. Who is buying? Well, it's interesting you ask that because I think when we first started this, we were looking at every average investor as potentially uh, being able to own a diamond. And that has really uh, transposed itself into uh, entrepreneurs, teachers, blue-collar, white-collar. At first, predominantly men. Now we're seeing women increase substantially in terms of their understanding and their interest. And in addition to that, a lot of private wealth we're seeing a lot of changes in the industry, a lot of people flocking away from paper and moving to hard assets. And this week is a prime example. No less than two large firms, uh, which could potentially be hundreds of clients, sought out our expertise to bring them and expose their clients to colored diamonds. And we're in the stages of working with them. And that may end up being a very lucrative way to invest for their clients to get a win-win, a great situation. So
2: big changes, and it's happening very quickly. Also, the type of investors we're seeing are people who are getting out of real estate. They've been in real estate for for the last 5, 10 years. They, they feel that they've got their returns, that they're starting to see a bit of an ebb Uh, On that market, and they want to get into something where it's a lot less in terms of taking care of your property. You don't have to, you know, unplug toilets and and deal with uh, deal with renters and tenants and things like that. So it's a lot easier to simply purchase a diamond. Now it doesn't give income, but. Over the long term, we've seen the results. We know they move up consistently. The, another buyer that we often see is that people, um, oftentimes women who are looking for the value in just in in having wealth to wear, buying something that they can wear as jewelry, but they get the value. They know that that when they're putting that money out, that it's not going to disappear if they decide they want to sell it in five, ten years.
0: One eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven 1711 is the number for more information. And to start investing at guildhallwealth.com, the seminar by the way Thursday, September 19th, 7 to 9 p.m. It'll be happening at the Sheridan Parkway at Highway 7 and Leslie. You can register online and by calling and do it soon because you want to get in on this, Paul.
3: Yeah, it's important that you come out of the seminar if you're interested in natural fancy color diamonds, especially the Argyle collection. And we're going to talk a little bit more about Argyle diamonds. Nicole's got some beautiful diamonds we're going to discuss. But Nicole is con- extremely articulate in the fact that she knows about the stones. She's studied these diamonds. She's a graduate, you know, of GIA, which is the Gemology Institute of America. She knows about diamonds. She knows how to grade diamonds. She knows what's to look for. I pick out these diamonds... NICO is my second-in-command when it comes to saying, is this a buy, shall we buy it, is this something that meets our criteria? And that, that is very important. You're not dealing with somebody that says, yeah, well, this diamond is on sale, let's buy it from this dealer. We turn down... 80%, 90% of the stones that are offered to us. So certain stones have to meet criteria. You have to come out and meet Nicole and listen to her seminar and listen to the way she is enthusiastic about these diamonds. She understands it. She's been in the industry with me for 10 years.
4: And I promise not to get too technical. I won't talk to you about total depth percentage and I won't talk to you about all the little Details, unless you want to come up to me after and ask me, and then I'd love to talk to you.
0: You could do some pre reading before you go, then you're halfway up the uh, the chain, right? I could just talk to you about everything. Uh, You want to get in all the investing? 1 877 214 1711 guildhallwealth.com. Again, a reminder that seminar is happening on the 19th from 7 till 9 p.m you got to register for this one, Sheridan Parkway at Highway 7. And Leslie, register online or call that number and uh, sit down for a very informative and could be a very uh, beneficial two hours of your time on the 19th of September. We'll take a short break, come back. We'll recap uh, Gold and Silver Boyan, where that's going. Got a few more diamonds to talk about and uh, how you can just... Make things very much better for yourself with hard assets with Guildhall. This is The Real Money Show. The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number to start investing, one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven 877 214 1711 and guildhallwealth.com. This Thursday coming up, September 19th, the seminar from 7 till 9 p.m. It will be happening at the Sheridan Parkway. That's Highway 7. And Leslie, you got to register online or by phone and do it soon. Paul, if you uh, you know you just want to get your feet wet in investing in diamonds, where, where where's the entry level? Where do well, I start?
3: Not everybody has got, you know, to get into an argyle pink, you're looking at a quarter of a carat around about twenty five dollars to $30,000, depending on the color, you know, the, the clarity, whatever. I think the next generation is the yellows. Um, we sell in yellows basically internally flawless, which is the top of the line stones. Um, you can get in with a fancy, you know, just over a carat for around about $11,000, mm-hmm. which is a great starter stone. Since they've been keeping records for the last 40 years, natural fancy colored diamonds have never dropped in price. Uh, They actually go up double in price every four to five years. It's no different to real estate. If you're going to buy a home for a million dollars in a top-class area, obviously that home is going to go up a little higher than something that's in rural, than a little town where there's not a lot of homes or whatever. So we look at yellows. There's three types of diamonds. There's fancy, there's intense, and vivid. That's the color structure. Internally flawless, over a carat, you can't go wrong. Whether you buy a fancy, it's a one carat for around about 11,000. If you buy an intense for around about 20,000, which is like double the intensity. And then if you go for a vivid for 35,000, they're all going to go up in value. They're great stones, especially if they're internally flawless. You know, that is my opinion, and I stick to that. This is what's been happening for the last 40 years. Um, you can't beat results. You know, results don't lie. Ten years ago, you could have bought a one-carat fancy Vivid from us, internally flawless, for 7500 Today, you're looking at $35,000. Thirty years ago, you could have bought a one-carat red for $30,000. Today, we're looking at, you know, $1.8 million, $2 million. If it's a vs VS $1. VVS1, you could be $2.5 million for that stone today. Not everybody can afford a $2.5 million stone. Not everybody can afford $20, 30000000 which these stones are fetching at auction. You can get into a type of stone for 11000 15000 20000 a $20,000 stone in 10 years time could easily be worth $60,000 and in 20 years' time could be easily worth $100,000. The argyle pinks is another story. Blues, vivids, blue-greens, green-blues, they're going up even higher because there is none around. They're extremely rare. So yellows are the pinks that were 20, 30 years ago. Yellows are available today. Don't go for people are pushing champagne. Champagne is brown. Champagne can be called chocolate. Champagne can be called cognac. They are not investment grade diamonds, yellows, pinks, blues, greens, red, orange, violet. These are the colors you're going to look for, but you are going to pay for this type of investment. If you're looking for a great investment to protect your wealth, to put your kids through school, to retire, whether it's 10, 15, 20 years down the road, you are going to get an unbelievable return, in my opinion, and this is something that you can take to the bank.
0: Jeremy touched on wealth to wear in the other segment would all these diamonds qualify for that uh, for that use
2: they they absolutely would although a lot of the pinks uh, if you're getting into an entry level pink are well under half a carat so uh, unless you're buying a pair and Doing something with it, you might want to look something at something more like a yellow. Um, but of course, a lot of people, very few people, will make them wealth to wear. A lot of people just put them away because uh, they are so rare and uh, you know such quality. You don't necessarily want to take them out. But certainly, fancy yellows, uh, intense yellows, you can go up as big as a three-carat yellow and have a, have a lot of fun with it and make money.
0: Nicole, something you mentioned in the last segment, which I thought was interesting. you had you mentioned I think it was a Phoenix red diamond, about two and a half million dollars everyone 's going to be blown away by this diamond. Yet you at the, the quality control at Guildhall, would not necessarily go for that diamond, regardless of how big and bright and shiny, certain diamonds make the cut certain, sto- certain diamonds don 't right that 's
4: absolutely bang on because we have such a high criterion right. at Guildhall that that clarity grade wouldn't wouldn 't meet the grade for us. We only take v s in pink. IF and yellows and although it's magnificent it's beautiful and the color is so rich we wouldn't entertain that diamond.
0: you have any other examples?
4: Well I have some argyle diamonds that I wanted to feature today and just because it's not a tender diamond it doesn't mean that they're any less valuable. For every million carats mined at argyle only one polished carrot will go into tender. So this is It's so incredibly rare. I mean, the world's production of color diamonds is 0.001%, so of all the millions and millions of carats mined. So this is very, very rare. But if you are looking to get into an argyle pink diamond, which is very valuable, we've got two lovely featured diamonds today. I've got a 0.53 carat intense argyle pink emerald cut VS2, so it's a high-clarity grade. It's a beautiful color. This is what I like to say a watermelon pink. Mm-hmm. It's really rich. It's really saturated. It's absolutely stunning. It's appraised at 147500 It's on our website for $103,250. And you can view the GIA report, and you can view the independent appraisal. And the independent appraisal is the replacement value for the diamond. So that's a, a magnificent choice for an investment. And then we have... A 0.24 carat fancy argyle pink. It's a round brilliant and it's a VVS one. So VVS one is a really high clarity grade. And to see a round brilliant is very rare, especially when the color is is highly concentrated and it radiates throughout the whole diamond. And I like to call this one a ballerina pink. It's really, really pretty and it's... it's, um, it's just got such strength of color, even though it's a fancy. So this is appraised at 60000 It's on our website for 30000 And Darren was talking about pricing a little bit earlier. And you're not going to see this kind of pricing going forward because what's happening with the tender is dictating the prices. What's happening at auction is dictating prices. And frankly, it's dwindling supply, increasing demand. So prices are just going up and up and up, particularly for VS quality. There's a premium on VS quality.
2: And it's one of those situations where, again, this is for the savvy investors. So, um, you know, while the Argyle Diamonds aren't flying off the shelves, they keep getting picked up and it keeps getting more difficult to to replace them, and whoever gets them has something very special. So it's very important that you try to get in, knowing that all it t- takes is looking a little bit further back, and we can tell you what, what these diamonds were going for several years back, no problem, And uh, but you'll see that you want to get your hands on it now before the next person buys it and you're, you're locked out of the market. I was
3: on the phone this morning to two of my suppliers trying to locate some Argyle pinks of, you know, around about a quarter of a carat, three, you know, 0.3s, point 0.4s, point that's point, like four, four tenths of a carat, and nothing was available. Nothing is out there. I was offered SI1, which is, you can see the inclusions with the naked eye. SI2 is even worse, and I1 is even worse than that. Mm-hmm. They're out there, even though they come from the Argyle mine, they're based on colour. They're not based on clarity. And, We have a criteria that we have to meet because when we sell a diamond, somewhere down the road, we're going to get that diamond back. Why would I try to sell something twice over that is inferior? You know, it's a tough enough job to sell it the first time around. To sell it the second time around would be even worse. So it makes sense only to buy the best and sell the best. Therefore, we don't have any problem. We are looking forward to 5 and 10 and 15 years down the road because there's going to be a limited supply of argyle pinks and our clients that have purchased argyle pinks from us, we can go back to those clients and say to them, would you be ready to sell your diamond? We would go to them rather than them come to us.
4: They'll become our source of diamonds because as diamonds are becoming harder and harder to procure, our clients will become our resource.
0: Nicole, we were discussing a report that you send out to your uh, clients uh, vis-a-vis Argyle Diamonds. Can you still get that?
4: Absolutely. You can still get it. You can just send an email to investing at guildhallwealth.com. That's investing at guildhallwealth.com. Or you can call us and John, you'll give out the number. Um, it's pretty long, but it's got all the information that you're going to need, especially if you're going to become a colored diamond investor.
0: That number one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven and GuildhallWealth dot com. A quick reminder before we get back to Darren that the seminar is happening on Thursday the nineteenth, seven till nine p.m. Sheridan Parkway, that's the hotel at Highway 7 and Leslie and Markham. Register online or by calling and do it soon so you can get your place registered.
1: Darren. Well, you know what I love about Colored Diamonds? From an investment standpoint and an analysis standpoint, the proof is in the pudding. And I'll read you a quote from this report, and everybody should have this report on Argyle Diamonds. It's world-renowned. Nicole made this. We talked about it in the office in doing this, and you're not going to find this at any other firm. Argyle pink diamonds sold at tender have outperformed major equity indices over the past decade and are worth up to 50 times the price of a comparable white diamond. When I hear that, it's like music to my ears. It's exactly what I want to bring to our potential investors, the education that they require in order to make the right decision. You should not listen to the headlines. You should delve in to the behind-the-scenes, what's happening, what's fundamentally going on, and that's why you'll understand gold and silver make smart investments. Now, if you look week over week, we've had a small retracement in both gold and silver, uh, both down, and this is profit-taking. It's it's built in, this news from Syria. There's not potentially going to be any war uh, effort on the behalf of the US so the risk on investments kind of drop down a little bit again we're not sure what the feds are going to do whether they're going to taper the QE and even if they do I'm telling you long term doesn't make a difference they're in a whole heap of trouble and they're not coming out of it economically the technical indicators we need to see that will bring us out of this are not there and I'll tell you one more little tidbit of news When you look at big mining companies, the biggest in the world, when they start to forward hedge product, that means they sell it ahead of time before it comes out of the mine. That is usually an indication they believe long-term the price of that commodity may drop. One of the major suppliers of silver, Pan American Silver, they decided to, three weeks ago, start forward hedging their silver. Maybe an indication they thought the prices were going to drop, they 3 weeks later almost to the day decided to end that and close it out that is a sign they believe that the price is going higher in metals now build that into everything we've talked about in this show and this is the perfect opportunity for a new investor or somebody to add hard assets to their portfolio well,
3: we're recording this show actually friday afternoon silver dropped this morning to a price of 2150 as we're recording the show right now silver is trading at 2230 that's up 80 cents from where it came off it's just profit taking. Last week I told you, Q. Every time there's a G twenty or G seven, G eight meeting, the market comes off. Syria, you know, that was already built into the market. I'm telling you, next week, in my opinion, these markets are going to move quickly.
2: Well, I don't understand why, why, uh, why Syria is even being attached to gold. It gold didn't hit above thirteen hundred, and silver didn't hit above twenty four dollars. Bef- it it went there, but way before syria and and well the u s um, intervention was going to be in there so i 'm not quite sure the correlation on that, but certainly it could it 's starting to look like a, a reverse head fake at this point bottom line you 're not going to learn much. Uh, watching the price go up and down, you got to know the fundamentals because the fundamentals are showing much, much higher prices uh, in the in the mid to long term. Way
0: well, you can learn quite a bit, even more than you get every week on the show, is by heading to the seminar with Guildhall Wealth that is happening on the 19th from 7 till 9 p.m. Sheridan Parkway at Highway 7 and Leslie in Markham. Register online. Or by calling one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven 877 214 1711 is the website. You can email questions in, uh, in advance and join the fellows. You guys are all really good-looking boys. It's going to be a good show. And, well, you got to stand beside Nicole, which Probably. is going to be rough. One
3: other but. thing to add. If you're watching the business news product uh, you know shows, You know if they're selling apples, they're not going to tell you anything about oranges. So if they're in the stock market, they're not going to tell you anything about gold and silver and diamonds. Just remember
0: that. That's why we have you guys here. Thank you. The Real Money Show.